You're listening to Halifax BLPO FM. Next up on the program, Post Fun. Showing their true colors with a cliche tune about rivers or something. Throw that shit off, baby. I've been searching for a river. Welcome everybody. Uh, we got a full house here in the apartment today. So, Jack, I'm going to start with you because you're the one person I really know out of the whole group. A few people I've met around here. Excellent. So, uh, for my own introduction into who you were, I, I did see at uh, the 2001 uh, Music Week for Nova Scotia. There was a lot of post fun promotional stuff around. Um, twenty one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta check my calendar. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, last year's. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we played Music Week last year. I think that's when I first would have met you briefly. Yeah. And uh, were you guys just starting out then? Yeah. So yeah. We, we started. We were a COVID baby, if you will. Yeah. Our there's, first show was a uh, lot of those around here. Yeah, yeah. Um, first show was Evergreen Festival. So our very first show uh. was like just to andrew jackson in a dark room and a bunch of cameras awesome so no audience for a really long time um <laughs> didn't know if our song sucked because everyone's listening from home but no it felt good um uh, and our first show in person wasn't until months later at like hop yard it was just a tiny little set and then music week was shortly after that so and really cool to be thrown into it you went right out with uh the, the cryptic promotional materials yeah it had like uh who is there somebody here that did the doodle or no so that's like, uh like an artist friend of mine okay cooper josephine um they did all that stuff super cool Ken, you, kenzie also does some of the stuff as well okay bit of a graphic a designer bit. yeah so sort of cooper's got uh, got her hands on most of that i think okay um like the, the cover art for the first two singles as well the sort of uh what was it like blender some sort of 3d uh software yeah Oh okay. Yeah, Cooper does. Cooper does like video game animation and stuff. Sure. Yeah. I wanted some renders for the first covers. I I always like seeing. Well, you've seen my apartment already. (laughs) I I always like seeing all the different promotional stuff around. So yeah, I'm changing it up a little bit in here. I'm gonna have to find more wall space eventually. Yeah, it's cool. So you were also involved. The next time I would have seen you come up would have been the. emerge video series up in the city so how did you become involved with that is that through the youth art connection or yeah yeah so we, we just uh put in an application for that um seemed interesting and didn't really know anything about it beforehand mm-hmm. then i met cj over there the best dude ever and yeah we did an interview kind of like this there too and it's a cool experience for us so yeah we we're a pretty pretty new band um but like got pretty lucky with some of the early shows we got being, you know, taped, being able to get cool content out of it at the same time. Yeah. Able to share things pretty quickly. So. Especially like developing as a band, uh, having your first show really well recorded. Yeah. Being able to watch that and be like, okay, this sucked. This didn't suck, whatever. But just like being able to look at it objectively and not be like, oh yeah, that felt pretty cool. I think people liked it. Yeah, absolutely. It was like, that was just like a cool exercise to be thrown into the fire. Yeah, like it, that. that's why this podcast is even fun and 
like to be able to do things on the fly, like what we're doing right now is an extra little bonus, but uh, it's nice to see when there's an organization that I obviously don't have the same type of cameras and microphones and whatnot. So it's nice to see a full production for an upcoming band. Mm -hmm. And then I had run into you again later at a conference thing and we had discussed, there's a little bit of connection back to Pictou County maybe. Yeah. um, I mean, we have homies that, that have lived here for a long time. Yeah. And I, I'm not from Pictou County or anything like Mm -hmm. that, but trying to think of what the connection would have been um what's the involvement where you're here today like you're playing down shoebox tonight yeah but what's your connection in with uh, these guys just the local crew yeah anna's just a long time homie we love anna to death so these guys um playing with sleepy kicks like they're probably our best buds in the music scene too so this is going to be like a lot of fun coming down here it's always a place to stay often too usually we stay at anna's place yeah um play a lot of fun music vibe off each other's music because i love sleepy kicks music as well and then have a lot of drinks and a lot of laughs and it's soul fueled uh, without getting too far away from what post fun's doing next i am curious what's the connection with sleepy kicks too because i do see both band names seem to be circling around it's obviously on this podcast we talk a lot about bands that do frequent through Gus's Pub and Shoebox. And the connection that you mentioned it would actually be a reason for some of that because there's a lot of overlap, but you guys seem to be together a lot too. Yeah. yeah. So what's the connection that keeps the two bands circling around each other? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it just Anna? Anna definitely helps as well, but... Um... Um, I, I think that some of these guys went to school together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of it. Uh, learning music business and music arts together. Um, you know, you build that connection when you're studying. Um, but Braden has really helped us recently kind of develop our sound in different ways for our next stuff to come out. Um, doing a lot of production stuff. He's a talented gentleman. Just yeah. you guys louder is all. <laughs> but that might be the perfect segue. Why, why don't uh, we get Brayden to yeah. give a little introduction and uh, then we'll work our way around the room here. Oh, hello. Uh, hello. I'm Brayden, as Jack mentioned. Uh, I play guitar and do some singing for Sleepy Kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much... I'll do some production for these guys as well. I'm an engineer, did the NSCC thing, and I guess met Anna Pryor through... You guys were in school with her a little before. Um, I've been threatening yeah, to get her up here, too, so I, I should have just told her to stop by. I was talking Absolutely. to her earlier. Yeah, you need to get in on here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of the NSCC connection. That's where it's... Yeah, that's uh, sort of where it began. It seems that way. Um, and then, yeah, just like sort of... Uh, I mean, these guys are certainly a lot more busy than, uh, than post-fun is nowadays, but like, you know, playing kind of sort of similar music sort of stuff in the same vein and just like you know being nice to each other and yeah be, being friends sharing some opportunities and i don't know like for me it's people that i can hang out with mm-hmm. is like awesome if i can get a gig playing with a band that i like just love hanging out with and like love their music as well yeah um but most just like being buddies yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. Well, here's a more complex yeah. question for you then. What's the difference? Because both bands do have a similar sound. Okay. What would you say is the biggest difference between the two bands? Because you guys are all buddies. You're, you're obviously digesting each other's music and 
if you help each other with each other's songs as well, then where, how do you know what's one song versus another song? You guys all know each other. How, how are you keeping the barrier between the bands? Um, I like, uh, I mean, you know, different songwriters do different mm-hmm. things. People's hands have different instincts that, you know, the sound comes from the hands, you know, as people say, and you know, whether I believe that or not, but <laughs> post ones, yeah, the, the back piece is a big difference. Post ones got bigger hands than us, so it's yeah. they're they're able to kind of cover a, f- a more of a range on the instrument. Oh, there I you think. go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. H- hand size on average for sure. Um, but uh, I don't know. Um, that's a that's a tough question. Take it. I don't know. For me, for me, like having them around so much is more about trying to jock their style and like take their ideas. So if, if we can, if we can get them to recording first, then we kind of claim that's it. where right. I was looking. That's exactly yeah, what yeah. I was looking for. So yeah. I, I knew you were looking for the juicy beef. Yeah. But yeah we, we are trying to take all their sound all yeah. the time. <laughs> that's hard breed. Actually, they don't know that he's actually a secret agent for Slavey yeah. Kicks. Recon the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> there's actually two versions of Braden. There's, there's one that is in the closet right now. He's the performer one. And then, oh, sorry. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, you guys all traveled down here today to play at Shoebox tonight. Mm-hmm. And what's going on after this? Like, are you guys going to be doing more shows like up in the city and stuff? Or do you have any like little maritime tours coming up or anything like that? We, I, I can speak for Sleepy Kicks. We yep. do have a couple shows coming up like in the city. But as far as like more rural areas, not too much. Nothing as of yet. We we have a couple things in the works, but nothing confirmed at the moment quite yet. Um, Post Fund's got some uh, some Halifax shows that are about to be announced um, coming up, and we're also excited to release a lot of stuff too. Well, that was going to be my next question: is that yeah. I know from following you online that like that was it Rivers of Folk Song. Yeah, but that was the first one I would have known, obviously, and you had the video for it and everything, but. You haven't had a lot of releases out. No. So I was wondering, like, is there, like, a like an EP or an album or something coming up? Yeah. So we, we've been putting a lot of work in with um, a bunch of different engineers and just wrapped up working with Braden here. But um, the time's coming around to start putting this stuff out. It's been a long time running, and I'm pretty pretty excited. I think it, the, the songs we have out are so old, right? It takes so mm-hmm. long to, to write a song, make it... Um, how old old be. by today's standards because there's such a short cycle for a new song nowadays. Yeah, like yeah. years ago you could have an album five years later, people were like, Oh look, they did another one. Yeah. But now it's like six months later, it's like, Oh, they they had one song. Exactly. And, but yeah. you should be able to listen to that song for like two years and not think it's old. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's it's only been yeah, two years, I think, mm-hmm. that the band's been around. But that the music there, like that song, the River is a Folk song, um, it feels like, you know, eons ago that that song was finished because it came out um, a lot sooner than when it was written. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way about all the stuff we have backlogged right now. And I do think once it comes out, it's going to kind of um, show the band's maturity in different ways, like how the songwriting has changed, mm-hmm. different instruments, different musicians on the tracks. And um, I mean, the first song that was recorded was All Myself when I engineered at Code Pop, I just did it after hours, played all the instruments. Um, 
I'm not as good at drums <laughs> as, oh, yeah. as Thomas, you know, I'm not as good at bass as, as uh, Mackenzie is. So um, every, every song I think I'm getting more confidence in and I think they're sounding better and better, especially with Braden too, having a guy that can really um, like, again, similar music. Um, we're friends, the bands are friends, but having somebody in the room that really knows kind of what you're going for. Mm-hmm. And like, really does. you know, Brain, you've been to a lot of shows and are fairly familiar with the music and like you're familiar with the live sound, um, you know, like what these songs sound like when we're on stage and like rocking and rolling. And yeah, I, I think you're good at capturing that, too. And th- that's an important thing. That's like definitely a piece of the next couple releases is like finding the core of like what the band is or like, as Jack said, with um, with when the wind shifts, the first single that was like you know, it was all, it was kind of a concept that you're trying out and then everything changed once other people were involved. And, um, yeah, I I think like even since river is a folk song, we've sort of honed that sound a little bit more despite playing fucking crazy different genres and whatever, just kind of doing whatever feels good. Um, we have sort of found a sound within that chaos that has come since river. So I'm excited for the, the new stuff to come out and for people to also understand what we've been, uh, what we're like going for now. And if anyone happens to be listening to this today, are they going to hear some of the new material at Shoebox tonight? Oh yeah. Um, new material that's going to come out and probably material that won't come out for a while. Yeah. Fair <laughs> They've enough. Just been writing and writing and writing. Like that's not, uh, when I hear people say that right, writing new music is the issue and like we can just record it and put it out. It's just you need to come with the ideas. It's just complete opposite problem for us. We probably have, 50 songs that we would love to record at any given time it's just yeah, you know being even, able to scale even like we have a lot of songs that the band like that are demoed and the band just like doesn't know about yet yeah, yeah. and like those songs are i know I, not so much <laughs> through the podcast uh, but uh, i do know a few musicians that that's they have like a bank of stuff and yeah they could at any point just do it so. oh, yeah. it's, no, it's endless and it feels good to, you know, be able to pick from the good stuff. Yeah. You know, and if you get to play them in front of people and vet them out a little bit, then you know Absolutely. what's going to yeah. perform well. And... Yeah. There's like, to me, there's no better feeling of like, um, just like outdoing yourself mm-hmm. and like writing a bunch of songs and then just scrapping a bunch. Yeah. Like better, I just love putting stuff to bed. Better like, to cherry pick than try to think of what somebody would want to hear. Yeah. So if you already wrote stuff that you like and just pick from those, mm-hmm. then it's a lot more fulfilling. I, I know even I don't do the music side, but even from this side, it's a little different when you've completely made a decision on what you're going to do and follow through on something. And yeah. then you're like, oh, that worked. But now that I've done a lot, I know that there's certain ones I would highlight as this is a good one and this is a good one. Right. So, same yeah. kind of concept. And with uh, with tonight, um, just as far as new music goes, we haven't played a show in a long time. Mm-hmm. We were playing quite a lot. I decided to take a break and kind of finish some of those projects that we had started. And tonight we're going to be probably showcasing some some new music that we haven't showed anyone before. So I'm pretty excited to see if, well, <laughs> what the perceptions are in that. <laughs> so what, I have one more question for you there too. Yeah. The podcast. You had a little yeah. YouTube video where you were doing a podcast. Did you ever do a podcast? After yeah. That? So I recorded some episodes and that's, that's a, a product of, of having huge milestones and goals and just wanting to do it all, all the time and navigating, um, like what you have time for and what you have to prioritize. Right. Um, and the podcast is something that is going to be brought back, but it's going to be brought back in a very different way than, than what we initially anticipated it to be. Well, that's exciting. 
because a podcast is not something that I have experience in. Um, but when I initially started it, I was like, this is an opportunity for me to, to share all the stuff that excites me throughout a week. Like I want to show the best Scotty Barnes and play of the week, the best Toronto Raptors, like dunk of the week. Um, talk about <laughs> my favorite movie I saw this week, the TV shows. Nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> for yeah. the most part. Maybe somebody does, but I, I'm, it's going to be really specific. Um, and don't want to give too many details. Oh about yeah. That. But it's going to, that, that's another, I was making, I was making notes. These guys gave me the idea. I was like, yeah. well, what was your ideas for a podcast? Uh, <laughs> step number one, do this before Jack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's a next episode. Raptors dunk of the week. East coast DNA. Yeah. But yeah, just finding a way to be able to share stuff on a, on a consistent basis. Um, show that you're alive when you are working really yes. hard on music. Um, cause we haven't stopped working, but we have stopped sharing stuff all the time. Um, so being able to, to start kind of showing the work. I think the, the winter months are coming on us pretty quick. I mean, we've, yeah. we've held off, but there'll be some time for some of those projects probably too. I'm thinking for the next four to five months and then everyone will thaw out and want to go out and play live again. Nobody will have time to sit around watching it. So yeah, yeah. there you go. That's it. That is exciting. You'll have to keep me up to date on that in the yeah. future. I do want to hear more about it. Yeah. But now a little bit about Sleepy Kicks. I don't know as much. So I've got three members here. Mm-hmm. So we got two. We don't even have introductions from yet. So why don't you introduce, do introductions for yourselves and then we'll Ooh. talk a little bit about the band. So I'm Mitch. Um, I play guitar and do a little bit of singing and some synth stuff in Sleepy Kicks. Do a little bit of synth stuff. I do some wee-wahs in my uh, pastime. And I'm Colin. I play drums and sing an eighth or a tenth of what Mitch sings. So <laughs> There you go. Yeah, yeah. We're always comparing each other. It's a game of fractions. <laughs> and, and have you guys been around about the same amount of time? It's, uh, it's roughly, so we, we kind of formed, like, I think three or four months before the pandemic began. Mm-hmm. So you can choose to blame us for that or not, but <laughs> we... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, we, I mean, we we had like you know playing live for the first time. We had a couple of months where it was like, oh, this is amazing! Like, can't wait. And then the wind was out of our sails. But I don't know. And I, I think the the wind may have shifted. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we we also found a way to kind of stay. It was a way of staying sane during the pandemic. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So you guys have new material you're promoting now. Yeah, so we're we're sitting on uh, six songs that I think are going to come out in 2023, early 2023, and then uh, we're we're in the process of writing new stuff as well. So yeah, try, trying to have lots in the backlog, like we were kind of talking about. So another thing too, then if there is anybody locally that's listening to this one today, which a lot of people are probably going to see it after today, so you've already played, but anyone that does happen to watch it today what's something that you would say to get them to come down and see you guys what am i going to tell people later when they say what are you doing tonight and i say i'm going to go see post fun and sleepy kicks and they say who are they and i say well i have a video online they're like i don't have time for that <laughs> it's in a few hours yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i i think that um we hope that the audience can have half as much as the fun that we have on stage because I, I think we're smiling a lot of the time we're we're constantly giving each other looks and little smirks. So I think to just, just if you check out, 
Yeah, you can see the sparks. You'll feel the warmth of our, our little grins on stage. But yeah, we, we have lots of fun, and I think it, that fun hopefully is contagious. So uh, yeah, if they come down and check that out, then yeah, we'll we'll have a good time with them. And who are we missing from Sleepy Kicks? We're missing Alex. So maybe. Oh, yeah, Alex. Uh, there was a uh, like a little convention, like a, a all-you-can-eat buffet at the Halifax Convention Center. Yeah. He always puts in his date every year, but he couldn't come up for this one. So, unfortunately, Alex Hyten is missing. But I think we were with. I think he was with us um, when we met at Music yeah, Week there. Absolutely, there. Yeah. But uh, uh, Alex, if you're listening to this, uh, don't eat too much. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, is there other side projects? That's one thing that I want to ask. Like, when I have individuals and I deepen, get right into it, I like to find out their whole history. But do you guys have side projects outside of the two bands that we're talking about now? Mm-hmm. I think with CB Kicks, I think every one of us, except maybe Alex, has like side project, like solo project kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, for me personally, it's just like another way to kind of like, if, if a song doesn't necessarily fit the the Sleepy Kicks like kind of spectrum or, or genre kind of thing, um, you know, it's a nice way to kind of like still get, scratch that itch as far as getting like a song out that's, you know, a little more like maybe pop focused or like, you know, just a different blend that maybe Sleepy Kicks wouldn't necessarily like venture into. But uh, yeah, still just using those creative muscles um, and putting something out and kind of just continuously creating and not getting in the way of yourself kind of thing. Um, sure. I don't know if... Oh, uh, it's uh, my name, <laughs> uh, Mitch Curry. And then uh, I won't speak for you, but... Yeah, Cowboys Anonymous. Uh, you can expect that before 2023. This is the, the official announcement. <laughs> and then Brayden also goes under the name of... Can I say it now? Is it... The new name of Braden's solo material is Gooseneck, uh, a.k.a. Schlizzard. Uh, um, yeah, and I, I guess that's also one of the ways um, Sleepy Kicks came together was just like Braden was putting solo stuff out that I, I really enjoyed and we kind of connected that way too. So there's a lot of stuff in our solo material that bleeds into Sleepy Kicks. Um, but again, it's just like another way to kind of continuously use that creative muscle and, and not have to fit songs that you made up into a certain box for sleepy kicks it's just like another source of release so between the bunch of you how many are are any of you doing music full-time or do you all have regular i'm I'm doing air quotes for anyone that can't (laughs) see me regular jobs yeah uh if rent wasn't as bad as it was maybe but no we have to pay some bills so unfortunately i think we're all working to uh, yeah, the powered yeah. down monitors are what pay for my bills. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we're we're all working on the side as well. Like this is obviously, you know, uh, the dream for sure. Yeah, um, and like yeah, dream and you know my primary focus. But of course, there, you have to put a have a roof over your head and pay bills, kind of thing. So Absolutely, it's tough. It's tough finding time as well to to kind of balance the work life with. Uh, the other creative work life. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've noticed, uh, I mean, in general, within Nova Scotia musicians, where a lot of us in Nova Scotia are in similar positions. So, I mean, it's easy to kind of put things into categories, but people of a certain age are at a point where you got to do so much in order to pay mm-hmm. for your bills, and then you have to find a way to balance 
if you have a family life or some other type of social activities or whatever in your personal life and then fit in all of your creative activity. So it is always nice to see when people can do the creativity full time, but it's not realistic for most people. So I am curious, a lot of people that I've been talking to the last two, three months of a certain age again, which you guys would all fit into, seem to have all known each other through community college music programs. And you all seem to have your groups with there's like two or three bands that all know each other really well. But then you would all know each other outside of that as well. And it seems that Halifax is completely scattered with those bands. Mm. But you're all reaching outside of you're starting to see people in the Glasgow like we are today, right? So I'm a little curious. I understand a little bit that there's a volume of people out there. And so marketing-wise and promotion-wise and getting gigs and everything, I understand everyone's following similar paths. But why is everyone sticking together? That's What is the connective thread that's keeping everyone together when they've graduated from college and they met the love of their life and they're ready to start that chapter of life, but they're still like, well, my college buddies and my music, mm-hmm. like I know a lot of people that gave that stuff up in their lifetime, but I'm talking to a lot of people lately that are absolutely a hundred percent doing it. And it seems like, well, why, no, why wouldn't I be doing it? And everyone acknowledges it's hard to find time. Why or how are you able to keep that, motivation to keep that part of your life active and i mean you don't all have to answer but yeah. you would all have an answer for it because yeah. you're all in a similar situation so just whoever wants to answer it can yeah. take the mic i think i can speak for all of us when i say yeah i have this opinion no but i i do think i, I think we've all talked about this before that you know <laughs> we're all hanging on for dear life like it, it is such an absolute struggle to find time to pursue the creative aspect of this kind of thing and also balance it with, with, uh, you know, making funds and doing the real adult stuff. Um, but as far as inspiration goes, I think it's like, I can speak again for myself, but like when I took a little bit of a break during the pandemic, it's, it's just like, it's an itch that I have to do. It's not something that like, you know, I'm voluntarily like can turn off. It's just, yeah. it's an outlet for me to kind of, it's the most at peace. I like all the time. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's why I'm doing this. I, we, we've had so much content lately that we just went completely outside podcast. It's, it was a YouTube channel for two months basically. And now we're back into the podcast, but I'm still sitting here talking to you guys and putting it up. So, I mean, it's, it's the same idea just to keep doing it, but I know myself where I'm of a slightly different age. If you were to take this collection beside you and really put it in chronological order, it'd be like rings of a tree. You, you could see where like, oh, yeah, he's always into this. Oh, what happened in this era? She's down the hall there hiding in her room playing on TikTok. That's one of them. Right? The other one's up in the city. I just don't introduce her to you guys because she's <laughs> floating around the bars herself. So. so what is the goal for 2023 for everyone here? Because you guys all have new material coming out and you're all buddies and you're all starting to expand a little bit outside the city. So do you want to 
just focus on the album and finding a good loyal home base or you're trying to get out to New Brunswick and maybe get a gig in Ontario? Yeah. Um, and part of the, the previous question there, just because it's yep. something I've been thinking of constantly, is like how to keep going when yeah. you know, the wind's out of the sails. Because um, I've found myself there a lot and it's like important to kind of reward myself in this creative environment. Uh, during the pandemic, we couldn't, we were distanced from shows and yeah. I kind of forgot that like seeing people at shows is kind of what keeps me going. It's another reason why I hang around guys like sleepy kicks. It's sure. like I can see them play and I go, fuck you. You're too good. Yeah. And it pisses me off. And then I get home and I'm just like fueled and I'm like grinding and I'm like, Mitch, do you like this man? Is this cool? And like, ho hopefully vice versa. It's just like, man, I hope post fun thinks this is cool. I hope sleepy kicks thinks this is cool. Um, a lot of bands in the city do that for me of different genres. I just, mm -hmm. I get so fired up when someone's really unique and cool with something. So for this next year, it's like, it's really just getting as stinking good mm -hmm. as I can be at what I do and defining what it is that post fun does where we fit in our scene and how can we be the best at what we do and, uh, motivate our peers around us. Um, that's like the best feeling ever. If, if somebody that you admire is just like, that's awesome. That really got me going. Like, that's my goal. Um, and like, you know, specific matters, play a lot of shows out of the province, um, put out material on a consistent basis, regardless of how much mm -hmm. to make sure that it's coming out at a, at a time that makes sense. The, you, know, you know when it's going to come out. The unfortunate realism of the modern era, is, I've said that on this podcast before too, is that every everybody has the opportunity for that 15 minutes of fame easily these days because you can do it all yourself. Mm -hmm. But you have to be able to keep doing it to maintain it. Yeah. If you need any more than 15, you have to be able to do that again and again. And it can't be exactly the same every time either. So it really is more of a hustle type environment than it used to be. Right. Yeah, just to speak to that too, like, I, I find the whole time we've been a band, there's this constant kind of flux between what we want to be doing and mm -hmm. what we see being done in the music industry. It's yep. like, oh, you have to have a TikTok. And it's like, well, we're almost 28 years old. It's like, just in front of a camera, like, doing dances doesn't really feel like our lane. And it's interesting because you see somebody like uh, Steve Lacey, who, who blew up recently, um, like blew up blew up like uh based on uh, a tiktok uh song where now he says live shows it's filled with fans they're singing that one line that's in the tiktok yeah and then he puts the mic to the crowd for the second verse and it's dead silent so like i i do think that like as as we've been kind of going through this like staying true to yourself and trying to produce media that like we think yeah we like we think is funny like those sorts of things like i i do think that there's an avenue for that and i think that if, if as much as we try and push the things that we don't want to do like those are always the things that fall flat in your face because you don't want to promote it as much or like you know sure pe people can feel that authenticity but also i i think we've we've talked a little bit about trying to foster the community within halifax because there's so many good bands and i think that there's so much potential and Halifax has such a history of being this kind of musical landmark for alternative music. So I don't know. I, I think the pulse is, is coming back for all this stuff post pandemic. And I think it can be stronger than ever. I, I think it'll, it'll last through all the changes going on in the city. As a, 
fan of music in general, like myself growing up, Sloan came out when I was a teenager, right? So, I mean, Halifax was big to me. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, all these bands from Halifax, like, we're on the map. Like, we're huge. But over the years, I mean, it's it didn't become what people projected it could be. But I do see, and like I said myself, I'm a little biased because if you look, there is some gaps in my collection. But coming out of COVID, the reason that we started this podcast was to cover that emerging scene because we noticed it wasn't just a couple bands from Halifax. It was like 100 bands from Halifax and every town had another half dozen. And Nagalasco does have quite a few that have been active for years. But I've noticed, too, that since the pandemic, it seems like everyone's getting more focus on the industry side as far as marketing and promotions. And things are a lot easier to do yourself now. And people learned a lot over the last couple of years because they were home and had time to play around, right? So it's nice to see. And we talked about this in the last podcast, too, that the bands that I like to have on the podcast or put on our YouTube channel are those bands that are supporting each other. I do find that the Halifax bands all know each other now, and you're all promoting each other. When we go to somewhere like Music Week, there's a real strong base of Halifax. And then on the outskirts, there's still indie rock people, but Halifax is such a huge indie rock base that I always want to know from you guys who else you're hanging out with and who else you're listening to. Just like you guys, both bands are bands that I've picked up on from having those conversations with other people because you're in the same overlapping circles. Is there any bands that you guys are aware of outside of that HRM base? I, I'm getting pretty good at the Nova Scotia bands at this point. But yeah, that's fair. I'm starting to try to expand the podcast a little bit outside of Nova Scotia, but I also realize I don't know all the Nova Scotia bands mm. either. Um. As far as like Nova Scotia goes, like Juice Box, I guess would be more of a rural Yarmouth, Lunenburg. Sorry. Okay. Um, great uh, punk band. Uh, we played with them once, I think so. Once a couple of times, yeah. Um, they did. That's all I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm gonna from end, the mainland. I'm going to end up going back and just throwing this up online the way it is, but then I'm going to go back and listen to it and be sitting there with a the pen making yeah, little hand exactly. notes. I'm like, I got to look up this band and look up this one. Um, like, like I know some bands like from outside Nova Scotia, I guess, like more of the East Coast thing. Like, um, uh, is it Opera House? Opera so proper. So proper, thank you. Yeah, from Newfoundland. From Newfoundland. Um, Dab Patrol. Lexi Hicks. Um, you know, the, the East coast does definitely has talent oh, yeah. all throughout. Um, Th- those are perfect names actually. Cause yeah. they're just on the little, the outskirts of the ones that I've been following anyway. Mm. So it's good for my own personal expansion. Yeah. But another question, since you're both Halifax based bands, it's early to be even asking this question, but I have you here, so I can't not. ECMAs are in Halifax in May. Mm-hmm. So do the bands, do Sleepy Kicks have plans on being there, or is there any presence of Post Fun going to be there? I think we're under legal. I think we're under legal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Still early. Yeah, still a little early. 
We would like to go for you're, sure. You're all in the city, so you're going to be attending the event regardless. Absolutely, so yes. That's, that, yeah. We can all make that assumption yes, anyway. Yeah, so yeah. make sure to say hi. I will definitely be there. I, I'm in the same boat, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing there, but mm-hmm. I know I will be there. There. So anyone listening can see all of us there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll be there for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Go buy your tickets now and... If any of us end up anywhere on a ballot or something, mm-hmm. click beside our names and yeah, plenty of stuff yeah. to keep an eye out. I'm going to be following up on that question probably in the new year with a few okay. different bands. So keep cool. me in mind if, when you do have plans. Is there any new music videos coming out for both bands? I imagine if you have new material coming out, there's new videos. Um, yeah, so our, you know, tireless or not tireless opposite of that um run of tired uh run of building content has had a lot of uh a lot of stress on the video aspects too we've been getting really involved in creating thoughtful video stuff um we did some pro- a project recently with Braden, which really proved how much of a workhorse he is but uh made a little bit of a, a short film cool and uh live set uh down in prince edward island and then we'll have uh, some animated music videos coming. Oh, that's cool. Um, as well as some live action ones that we shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. Really stoked on the on the on the video content to come. So we actually the, today's video backdrop is my music stuff, but usually I have the stuff that would show. I might like some of the animated stuff too. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, have any of you guys? Well, I think Jack, you've been through Pictor County, but have all of you guys been through Pictor County yeah. before? Yeah. So. I had asked this question with some other people that had been through here too, and not necessarily all in the recording, but have you guys had Pecta County pizza? Oh yeah. The brown sauce. Yeah. So how, how did you guys find that compares to the Halifax pizza? Cause I've had conversations with some people recently. It's always been a debate for Pecta County people, right? Everyone yeah. from here grew up with the different sauce and they love it. But I, the, the one, the one that's just up the road is the infamous one. Is yeah, but they're all using the same base recipe. If you follow it back, it's oh, okay. Yeah, it's 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 picked county, but it's like I, I'm gonna feel horrible if I'm wrong, mm. but I think it's like the difference between like a like a Greek recipe versus an Italian recipe. Oh, okay, for the sauce. okay, yeah. So there's like a like an onion. Yeah, I remember tasting more onion. Yeah, I, I haven't had one here, and I'll have to try one out, but. In Toronto, I had a brown sauce pizza. Oh, yeah. It would be um, very similar. Yeah, it, you can definitely taste that it is different. I would be interested to see what the recipe Yeah, it's, I always say Pictor County Pizza because that's the actual name of one of them, yes. like up the road here. Yeah. But uh, I know, I think Sam's has a location up in the city now, too. So okay, yeah. It, that would be the same. Thicken this question a little bit. I think... Uh, I think Cape Breton pizza needs to be at, at the table as well. That's funny. Because they got some, some chunky veg on there, and it's it's an interesting sort of situation. Are you from there originally? Is that... No, my, my partner lives there, and okay. I'm up there all the time. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Napoli or Kenny's, whatever yeah, kind of guy you are. That's, uh, there's a Carlton Stone interview from Music Week up on my YouTube channel there, and we had a conversation with that. He's talking about the Cape Breton pizza? Yeah, it was, Napoli no. was his, and I, that's where I went afterwards. So I, I didn't try Kenny's. Yeah, well, can I, I'm a Napoli guy personally. I'm well, not that's that's, to that's that two. Yeah. Or ordered a pizza from a venue and ate it on the sidewalk, then went back in. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> so, having had 
I don't know. I, I'm, I'm here for the New Glasgow pizza. I think it's it's top notch, but I think it would be a disservice to our province to yes. include uh, Cape Breton at the at the table, at least given the, the it spot was good. voting ballot. It was, it was good. I'll tell you, I, yeah. I, I've, I, I've had all of them, yeah. but uh, yeah, I was uh, I was not disappointed with the recommendation. It's, it's nice to hear another person seconding it too. So yeah. apparently that's the place to go. I'm going to call them, see if they want to sponsor the podcast. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Get some Zaw. So I don't know. You guys are heading down to get set up there in a little bit. Yeah, I know you got plenty of time. You're welcome to hang out here a little bit longer. Um, is there anywhere downtown that you guys? This I'm not even might not even include this in the recording, but there's a few different restaurants down there. Have you guys been around the downtown area, or pretty much just shoebox and? For me, anyway, it's limited to shoebox and Acropole. Yeah. Okay. And they're right there. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are the, the, the key ones. Uh, up the other end, there's a waffle bus stop now. So, it, it's a little restaurant that sells waffle sandwiches and stuff. And there's, okay. we, 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 me and Dakota just had them. That's why I talk, that's, that's, that's where this smoothie's from. And I knew you guys were going down there. So. Oh, there's everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had, we had uh, eggs, Benny, and waffles. Oh, my God. Uh, it was, it was delicious. Uh, you you asked earlier if any of us are like full time yep. musicians, but um, so Seth, who plays guitar and posts fun, uh, he's got a unconventional career choice, where he uh, he buys and sells Pokemon cards full time. Oh, that's, that's awesome! Full time gig. So uh, you know, Acropole Shoebox, and it's the the buy and sell there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's right there. Seth's just like. He's probably there now if he's in if he's in New Glasgow. There used to be a comic store in between too on the way on the walk down. There's a little. Uh, it's called the Mini Mall. Right. It's like a hallway strip mall through one of the buildings there, and there used to be a comic store in there until about somewhere during COVID. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So um, maybe before I just hit stop, and maybe one person from each band could say where people can follow the band online and everything. And I'll just go back in here and clip some of this stuff out and piece it together and throw some songs on it or something. Um, check out post fun music at post fun music on Instagram. Uh, it's the best way to see what we have going on. Um, and shoot me a message if you're, if you're wondering about anything, I'm, I'm a happy guy. I'm a friendly guy. I'll give you a, a thumbs up. Check out sleepy case at, Twitter. No, uh, <laughs> that's the one we don't have. Uh, Instagram and Facebook. And we just started a Mastodon account yesterday. And um, uh, YouTube. And and sleepykicksmusic.com. And uh, if you see me, don't send me an email. I'm not a friendly guy. Don't touch me. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everyone. We'll, we'll end it on a good light note there. And uh, I'll probably see you in a few hours, too, I imagine. Sweet. Yeah. I think so. We'll be spending a lot of time there. Maybe too much time.